what it sounded like in Vaughan, Ontario, north of Toronto, when construction started for what will be the first-ever hockey arena in Canada, and maybe also in North America, that's owned by a Jewish community. It's a gift from Jonathan Sherman, the son of the late murdered Toronto billionaires Honey and Barry Sherman. But his name isn't going on the building. Instead, it'll be called the Honey and Barry Memorial Arena. The new arena will be connected to the existing Joseph and Wolf Lubavitch Jewish Campus Complex at Bathurst and Lubavitch Campus Drive. And it'll have two NHL-sized hockey rinks and seats. And plans also call for heated viewing areas for fans and a snack bar, which will be kosher. But whether there'll be mezuzahs on the dressing rooms and whether the arena will shut on the Jewish Sabbath still has to be worked out. Over a decade ago, in 2012, the Jewish Federation opened the northern campus to serve the growing population of Thornhill and Richmond Hill and Markham and Maple. With schools, there's a fitness center, three pools, synagogues, and more, although the campus is open to people of all faiths. And there was supposed to be a theater and a banquet hall built, but that never happened. Then Jonathan Sherman came up with the idea to approach the community to build the arena. Now that he's inherited some of his late parents' estate, He'll pay for it all and for scholarships so needy kids can play sports. The real benefit is that we see when people come to the campus, the campus is this really exciting place where you've got Jewish education, you've got sports, you've got Jewish identity programming, you've got all kinds of arts and culture things going on. And what we see is when people come for one thing, they end up being involved in much more. I'm Ellen Besner, and this is what Jewish Canada sounds like for Thursday, June the 29th, 2023. Welcome to the CJN Daily, a podcast of the Canadian Jewish News, sponsored by Metropia. It's been more than five years since Honey and Barry Sherman's bodies were discovered in their Toronto home. Here's part of Jonathan Sherman's eulogy delivered at his parents' funeral, when he recalled how his busy father was running his pharmaceutical company, Apotex, and doing philanthropy. Our father was an amazing dad. We clearly knew why our dad wasn't always present. He was a pretty busy guy. But I can remember literally every single individual occurrence when my dad did father stuff with me. He would come watch me play hockey or baseball once every season or two, but those few games were my Stanley Cups and my World Series. Jonathan Sherman is out of town and in Victoria, B.C. at the moment, and he declined to do an audio interview with us, but he provided us with some written answers. Sherman says the announcement of the Memorial Arena brings heavy emotions, and he says he's saddened that the case of his parents' murders remains unsolved. A few months ago, he boosted the reward money to $35 million for any tips to police that would lead to the arrest of the killer or killers. Today, though, he wants to focus not on tragedy, but on celebrating his parents' legacy of community leadership. Construction started about two weeks ago. It's supposed to open in two years. His three sisters are not involved in the project. The arena will be owned by UJA Federation of Greater Toronto. And I spoke with the CEO of the Federation, Adam Minsky. I hear there's going to be a JCC hockey arena in Canada. What's the story? First of its kind. Um, we're, we're really excited. You know, the original vision behind the Lubavitch campus um, in York Region was to have a, a second phase to it. I don't know if you're familiar with the building, but if you look 
at the wall at the northeast corner, it kind of just ends abruptly because what was always the intention was that there was going to be a building um, on that northeast. Yeah, you were going to have a theater and... You know, our focus as a federation, I mean, the, the why behind this is that we want to attract as many people in this Jewish community of almost 200,000 to engage in, in Jewish life. And one of the big ways that we've seen is through our JCCs, um, through what uh, we call in the north the Schwartz Reisman Center, which is our, our community center. And one of the things that we saw was that there was a real deficit of uh, places for people to play hockey, to do um, any of the ice sports. And I, we have been given the opportunity to have a fully funded two-pad hockey arena that will be um, adjacent to that wall will come down and will be part of the schwartz Reisman Center. And it has the ability to engage literally thousands of families who right now um, are involved in, in hockey, um, but to be involved with whatever their ice sport is in a Jewish context um, as part of the, the community center. What we wanted to do is we wanted to look at feasibility. What was there a real need for? And what we saw is there's a real shortage of ice space um, in York Region. That was something that the city of uh, Vaughan made very clear to us. And I, we have a really exciting opportunity in that Jonathan Sherman came forward to us and said, this is a project that would be incredibly meaningful. Uh, the cost of the arena is $52 million. But in addition to fully funding it, um, he's also set up an endowment fund to deal with affordability because he wants to make sure that, that anyone who wants to, who needs financial assistance is going to have a place to turn in order to ensure that it's an affordable uh, activity for all in the community. Jewish organization running the hockey arena or are you going to contract it out to the city of Vaughan? It is going to be run um, as an arena by professionals who, who know how to, to do that. Um, with the priority being that organizations like the JCC High Sports, um, Maccabi Canada, um, who offer Jewish sports opportunities, particularly in the area of hockey, are going to be the priority customers of uh, the the arena. Is it going to be tr become part of rental ice time for the Greater Toronto Area Hockey Leagues? I, we now know that this arena is going to happen. It's going to be open in 2025. Um, and now they're sitting down and figuring out um, how do we find the right balance so that um, the community center benefits tremendously, Jewish sports leagues benefit tremendously, um, but that we also allow access to, to others because one of the wonderful benefits um, is also the, the interplay of Jews and non-Jews being able to play together in this kind of environment. How is, is it going to be Shomer Shabbos or closed on Yantif? How is the restaurant going to be kosher? What, how do you deal with that? Currently, the JCCs, um, all of the food services on the campuses are kosher. Um, we have not uh, gotten to the stage where those decisions uh, are, are finalized. Right now, they're going to be meeting um, both with um, the community center, with all kinds of prospective um, interested parties to be able to figure out what's the best operating model for this. And then all of those additional considerations about when is it going to be open and, and all of it will be part of the mix. Right, because most people, you know, you would lose a ton of money if you're closing on the weekends. That's where everyone plays hockey. I mean, there's beer leagues and whatever, but that's during the week at night. 
Correct. But but you have um, the JCC's leagues and, and McCubby, which aren't playing on Shabbat. Okay, why not build affordable housing? One of the things that your counterparts in, in Vancouver are doing is with the federal government, you know well, but I'm just saying it for our listeners, they're building housing, seniors' places um, on their new campus. Was that a consideration? And if not, why? So the incredible thing here was that the idea came from John. Um, he came to us with the idea of the arena. Um, we looked at it in terms of what's our mission on the campus and does it does it fit? And it's a huge fit for us because the ability to be able to attract all these families to, to the campus. Jewish sports is an incredible gateway to, to Jewish life, and that, that's the huge win for us and for the community. The other thing that John has done with his gift is that because he's fully funding the arena, we expect that there will be surplus revenue from it because one of the big expenses for an arena is often paying off the mortgage. Since this is, is fully funded, what he's decided is that excess revenue from this um, is going to go back to fund community priorities. We actually have looked at the, the issue of uh, housing and we weren't able to find something that would be of equal benefit to what we were able to with the uh, arena. So everybody's thinking now that you know, this is going to be where the, the Leafs will practice or Zach Hyman's involvement. Is there any professional Jewish hockey involvement? Our first priority is making sure that this is going to be of benefit to the community. The issue of whether they're going to be professional sports teams or athletes, that's a secondary issue, and that's part of the planning that has to go on. Um, I would love to see whatever happens uh, in this be something that you know, if there are um, incredible people who have been involved with us, like, like Zach Hyman, for example, if he was to do something... Like a hockey school amazing. or academy Absolutely. or whatever. Amazing. Or um, whatever. But, but we're still at too early a stage to, uh, to, to be definite about that. Do you play hockey? No. <laughs> I played house league hockey as a, a kid. I'd be lying to you if I told you I was particularly uh, good. That's why you're in but, federation and not the NHL. <laughs> Exactly. Can you tell me a bit about where you're getting this advice from about building this? Yeah, the the, the good thing about um, being in Canada is there's a lot of experience um, locally in terms of building and uh, managing arenas. Um, the other thing that we have that I don't know of any other community, I mean, in the last 20 years, this community um, has built three campuses there's the Miles Nadell downtown. There's the one we're sitting at on Sherman campus here. And then there's the Lubavitch campus, all anchored by really dynamic community centers. Community centers that are reaching about 75,000 members of the community between the three of them on an annual basis. There's the opportunity now with this to amp up um, that kind of participation and really make these community centers um, true hubs of community activity and a way in for people um, who are looking for different ways to engage. Is there going to be a Magain David in Center Ice? <laughs> Again, I, I I wish I could tell you that the, the planning was uh, at that level, but... Putting mezuzahs on every dressing room? That kind of thing is standard for all the community centers, so uh, that I'm sure there'll be mezuzah up. Well, uh, I'll be there if you want me to do the opening face-off. Awesome. You and me both. <laughs> 
The city of Vaughan approved the project last year. They have a soccer field and playground on the site that'll have to be moved. Councillor Chris Ainsworth says the arena is a welcome addition for their Parks and Rec department, badly in need of ice time. We're, of course, speaking about a project which is kind of hard not to notice if a person drives down Bathurst in Richmond Hill or Vaughan and sees all the digging that's going on. This is something that they've been wanting to do for a while. So they had to hire uh, an architect. Uh, They went through our planning department. It uh, came where we had to approve the application and uh, everything's been approved and now it's a green light and it's very exciting. And how much, if anything, of taxpayers' uh, money or, 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 I guess, Vaughan money is going into this, if any? Well, we've had to we've had to move. There was a baseball diamond and there was a soccer field um, that had to be moved over because now where the baseball diamond was, they had to build an extension of the parking because uh, parents will be coming in and dropping kids off, so they need a loop for them to turn around, so that will all be in there. And how does that impact the community? Because why do we need two hockey rinks in that area? At this point, there's a shortage of hockey rinks. We're like most Canadians, we all like to play hockey, and uh, there's just not enough uh, indoor or outdoor arenas. So it's a very welcomed um, arena that we've got being built. It would be widely used, I'm sure, for community events, uh, for rep hockey. It's going to be, you know, uh, private to uh, free skating. The list goes on. So is this going to be part of the City of Vaughan's sports uh, recreation department? Yeah. No, it'll be 100 percent owned by the uh, the JCC. Um, If we want to use it, we would have to rent and the city would have to pay for the ice time. But we do have an agreement with them where they're going to allow us, uh, you know, some allotment of time. So you won't have to rent or you will? Um, we won't and we will. If we want to do extra, we would. Yes. Okay. And this is something completely um, maybe unique. As far as I'm aware, in the Jewish community centers of North America, I do not think there has ever been one that has actually hockey rinks attached to it. What do you know about that? It's the first of the kind. You're right, 100%. Um, they're kind of the leading edge there. They're always doing, you know, such amazing things in that whole building. Um, you know, they've got the arena center attached over on the one side, and they've got all these world-class doctors, you know, that operate out of the second floor. So I'm not surprised that they're doing this. Um, um, I know when we were in the planning stage and we had to put out public notices, we got zero complaints. If anything, I got emails and phone calls with excited residents that, you know, can't wait for this to uh, be built. Where are they going to put the Zamboni ice that they have to put out on the, you know, to melt as, as one does at some of the other arenas? Is that part of it as well? Yeah, they'll have a little section of the new parking lot that's going to be built, uh, cordoned off, you know, like any other arena. Uh, They'll have barricades up and they'll just dump it there because obviously it's going to be close to the Zamboni doors as they come out. Do they have a a number, like could you tell us how many spectators or how many, yeah, bleachers is going to be able to hold capacity? From what I've been told, it'll just be a standard size one. Um, they'll have like a, a second floor where people can be in the heated area, you know, and they can look down on the ice. 
you know, they'll have amenities for people to grab, you know, like soft drinks or hot chocolate, stuff like that. Um, but it, it really will be um, going with the theme of the rest of the building, state of the art. And how about security? How is security going to work? Based on the way the building is now, you have to go through security to get in. And I'm sure it'll be the same there. You know, all doors are obviously locked on the outside. And the only way you're going to be able to get through is come through the main doors areas that they've got set up. And I'm sure they're going to have security. Thanks for being on the CJN Daily. Thank you. The Lubavitch Jewish Community Campus has not been without its problems. Of the three Jewish day schools who opened northern branches there as anchor tenants, Bialik is the only one left. Leo Beck and the Tannenbaum Chat High School couldn't make a go of it and vacated the premises and left the landlord scrambling to find new tenants. The pandemic lockdown was tough too. The lively snack bar closed and there's just a tiny kiosk now. But with an estimated 80,000 Jews now living in York Region and lots of young families... Jewish officials believe the timing for a sports arena couldn't be better. And that's what Jewish Canada sounds like for this episode of the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. Integrity, community, quality, and customer care. Today's listener shout-out goes to Hannah Summers of Toronto. Apologies for the voice. The smoke here is really bad in Richmond Hill. And even though I've been in the house for a couple of days, it's still making me hazeric. Have a great long weekend. Hope the smoke dies down, especially if your kids are going off to camp. We'll be back on Tuesday. Thanks for listening to the CJN Daily.